Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schluter, and welcome back to Chalk Talk, a series in which I interview guests from around the world of NCAA gymnastics. Today's guest is a junior at the University of Nebraska from Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. She's a communication studies major with a double minor in education and psychology, the 2023 South Central Co-Regional Gymnast of the Year, a 2018 Youth Olympics bronze medalist on vault, and 2022 World Artistic Gymnastics Championships bronze medalist as a member of Team Canada. It's a long list. It's pretty incredible. Please welcome Emma Spence. Hello, Emma. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing quite well. Very happy that I am finally done reading all of that and get to ask you about it. But let's start all the way at the beginning. When did you get into gymnastics and why? Uh, so I started gymnastics when I was about seven years old. And I actually started because my younger sister was doing it first. Um, and she would come home and she would do these flips around the house and she was doing all these cool things and I wanted to learn how to do them too. Now, you're Canadian, not American. Yes. So I yes. know that this, because I've interviewed someone, but it's been a while. I know the system's a bit different and I also know that you took a bit of a different path from her because you went the whole elite route. So what was the process for you working through the system? So I started off I believe I was level five at my first meet. And I think the JL levels are very similar to the American ones, I think. So I did level five, and then I think I did a year of level seven. I think a year of level eight, and then nine. And then after level nine, I went up to uh, like the elite circuit. So I did novice, which is like the younger elite age, I guess, that we have. And that's what they call it. I did that for... I believe two years, and then I did two years as a junior, and then I've been a senior elite since I was 16. Mm-hmm. So uh, when did you or someone else realize, hey, you're actually pretty good at this? Um, Honestly, I don't really know. I kind of just started it because I enjoyed doing it, and that's what kept me going. I would just have fun going to practice, and I loved learning new skills and challenging myself to learn those new skills. And then... I guess when I made national team is probably when I realized like, oh, I can actually, I don't know, just do cool things with this or like go further than I thought I could because I never really expected to go this far. So I think when I made national team, I was 14, I think. Yeah, I think I was 14. So when I made the national team, it was more like, okay, like I can actually do something with this. Like maybe I'm going to go to some international meets or get to do things that I always saw the older girls do that I thought was super cool. So I think around that time, I realized that I want to keep doing it and see how far I could go in the sport. So I'm going to talk about elite in a little bit. But first, what was your recruiting? How did that process start? Um, So basically, for a long time, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do NCAA gymnastics. And then um, I think Heather reached out to me or one of the coaches at Nebraska at some point reached out to me because they were coming to some of the Canadian championships meets and they saw me there. And they were kind of talking to me about Nebraska, but I still told them I wasn't even sure if I was going to want to do it or not by the time I was kind of done with my elite stuff. Uh, And they were like, oh, yeah, like, that's fine. And then they would just kind of give me information about it and how it worked so that I was aware of it. Um, And then I decided after COVID or like kind of during COVID that I wanted to try NCAA. So I reached out to them and they were pretty much the only school I was talking to. Because I just, 
I don't know, I kind of decided to do it late and I didn't really know much else about it. And they basically like let me know how it all worked and said that they were going to offer me a scholarship if I wanted to do it. And yeah, I decided I was going to go for it. It was still during COVID, so I wasn't even able to visit the school or visit campus or anything. Um, they did that virtually with me, so I had like FaceTime tours. And then basically my first time in Nebraska was when I moved here. So when did they come and see you for the first time? I don't know. I think they would go to the Canadian meets because they have had Canadians in the past on the team. Um, I think the first time was probably Nationals in 2018. But they were, I don't know if they were seeing me or if they were just like there to kind of see everybody. But I think that's the first time that one of the coaches spoke to one of my coaches because they couldn't talk to me yet. And then my coach was kind of letting me know like, hey, the Nebraska coaches talked to me about you for a little bit. And at the time I was like, I don't really know what that is. I don't know where that is. It's just I don't know how it works. Um, but I think I met Heather at Nationals in 2019 in person. And then kind of COVID happened. But then I followed up with her virtually afterwards. So uh, when are Canadian championships, by the way? Those are in May. Okay. Because I'm wondering that because I believe that would therefore be before the aforementioned Youth Olympic Games. Because those were in like June is what I had seen. That was in October of 2018, I think. October. Okay. Yes. This I had some other meets. I did go to Argentina in June, though, for another meet. That was um, uh, Junior Pan Am Championships, I think. Okay. This is this is one of those weird things that happens because, oh, yeah, that's right. It makes sense. It's in Argentina, which is in the Southern Hemisphere. Summer is different there. These are the things that happen when you remember that there are other hemispheres. Anyway, uh, what was the experience like at the uh, Youth Olympics? It was a crazy experience. It was basically like an Olympics, but for people that were younger. So um, we had an Olympic village. There were athletes from all of their sports all over the world. There was an opening ceremonies, a closing ceremonies. Um, it was a really cool experience for me. I've never been to a competition that big. And... Um, I was selected as the Canadian gymnast to go. So that was a big honor. And I worked hard to qualify to get that position because they were only sending one gymnast per country per like discipline. So like there was only going to be one artistic gymnast going from Canada. So I had to qualify and like throughout the Canadian meets and the other international meets to be the top Canadian in my age group at the time. So when I qualified, I was super excited. And then just being able to be there and represent Canada was an amazing experience. And when I was there, I made history for Canada by being the first gymnast to win a Youth Olympic medal for Canada. And that was my bronze on vault. And that was super cool because then afterwards, the Canadian Olympic Committee selected me to be the flag bearer for the closing ceremonies. So that was just a great way to finish off that whole experience and that whole competition. Seems absolutely incredible um it's and then cool. yeah yeah but then gotta talk about what happened right before or it might have been this was in between your first and second seasons um as part of the world's team yeah first of all that was crazy what was it like to be selected as part of that team so this is kind of a long story um i was so i had a pretty good meet it's called the commonwealth games um and that was in I believe June of 2022 
and that was like my best meet ever i won three bronze medals for canada and i was um it was just probably like it was the best meet i ever did so i was coming off of a really great meet and i was expected to be selected for world championships that couple months later but then about i think it's like a month or so before or no no so it was like two days before world trials i got really sick and i saw the doctor and then i had they said that i had mono and strep throat so then i was out for like three weeks i wasn't able to go to world trials i was pretty upset because my chances of making the team were looking pretty good based off of that competition i did at commonwealth games um so i was pretty upset uh, I was named a alternate for the world championships. And then about a week or two before we were supposed to leave or the team was supposed to leave, I was not even supposed to be traveling with them. One of the girls got hurt. And then I last minute got put in on the team and literally like two weeks before the meet, maybe it was just one week before the meet. They were like, okay, are you ready? Uh, we need you to go because one of the girls got hurt. And I was last minute kind of thrown in there. And that's, the way that that's how that turned out and it was really exciting because I didn't even expect to even be on the team and it was unfortunate because the reason I wasn't really there was because I got sick like really sick right before the trials and yeah it was just a crazy experience because I don't think any of us really saw that coming on the Canadian team like we were just going out there wanting to try our best uh just see how well we could do and then coming away with making history for Canada and qualifying for the Olympics. That was just an incredible experience. And I was so happy to be able to be a part of that. Yeah. I just want to break this down a little bit more. First of all, what was that experience like just going to Worlds in general? It was really cool because back in, I believe it was 2019, I was an alternate. I was the non-traveling alternate for Worlds. And being in that position is so hard because like you're almost on the team, but then you're not. But you still train with the team like when they're about to leave and everything so I got to go through that in 2019 and then that kind of happened again after I got sick last year because they named me a non-traveling alternate because I didn't get to do the trials and then when they finally told me that I was able to go I was just super excited because that was about to be my second time not being able to go and that's never a good position to be in like it is but it still kind of sucks and um, I was just really happy to be able to be there and I'm glad that we made the most out of that whole experience as a team because there are actually two alternates on the team because of another incident that happened and so we didn't have like people were saying we didn't have our A team because there were two alternates on the team but to us we we're like well we're just going to prove to them what we're capable of we have a little bit less stress on us because no one's expecting us to do super well and I think that's what helped us in the end. We just trusted ourselves and had fun with it and did the best that we could. And then uh, y'all won bronze, which had never happened in the history yeah. of the country. So what was it like when y'all realized we we did that? It was crazy. I don't know if you've seen any of like the videos or the pictures from that moment. But during the whole competition, we weren't paying attention to it because we qualified in eighth. During the qualification day, we weren't even sure if we were going to make it to finals. So we came in at going, we were last place basically going into the finals. And we're like, okay, guys, we have nothing to lose. We're just going to try our best and focus on ourselves and have fun with it. And that's what we did. Uh, two of us, Danelle and I both were from NCAA. So we kind of had that like fun energy and dancing on the sidelines that we were doing during the meet to keep it light, keep it fun. And we were just focusing on ourselves. 
apparently every other team fell at least once and we didn't fall, but we weren't even paying attention to anyone else falling. So I think that's what kind of kept us together. We were just focusing on ourselves and doing one skill, one routine, one event at a time. And then at the end, when it flashed on the scoreboard, we weren't really following it. So we weren't expecting it at all. And then we were just crying and jumping up and down and screaming and hugging. And it was, it was quite the scene, but we were really excited because we just really didn't see that coming, honestly. Yeah, I've seen that. And it's just an unreal moment. It was like one of the moments of that year, just in sports in general, I think. And now for something completely different. What's it like being a student at Nebraska? It's pretty good. Um, the academic support that we have here is so amazing and it's been so helpful for me because yeah I just coming in so I don't know if I told you this earlier but I went to a high school that was all in French and elementary school so I learned everything in French in school so when I got here to the U.S. I had to do all my classes in English for the first time and at first that was pretty confusing for me because I learned like all the science terms all the math terms like all of these terms that you learn in school in French so it took me a little bit to adjust to doing it in English and the supports that they had here were super helpful. All of the tutoring supports um, and just everyone that works in academics was super helpful and made me adjust to it pretty quickly. And yeah, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. I didn't know any of that coming in. I need to ask, how did that happen? You're from Ontario. I, of all places, Ontario with an all French school. What? Yeah. So um, I guess most of Canada is pretty bilingual, but. Um, I guess Ontario is not too bad because we are close to Quebec and Quebec's all French. So uh, my mom's side of the family is pretty French and she went up, she grew up doing the same thing and her siblings did too, going to a French school. And uh, my grandparents are French too. And I guess they put us in that when we were young. My first, oh yeah, another fun fact. My first language was actually French um, because my mom taught me French first. Uh so yeah, that's basically why how it started. Canada is pretty bilingual though, so um, it is kind of normal, or at least for people to take French classes. Like here, I think it's Spanish that most people take as a second language, but in Canada, it's definitely French and English. Because yeah, they have the second official language is French. See, I know that part, but I didn't know. Okay, when I saw the name Emma Spence, at no point was I thinking French. Yeah, no, it's my mom's side of the family that's French. Yep, that's going to... That, that makes a ton of sense, and um, that's incredible and awesome. Um, anyway, what is your daily schedule like during the season? So during the season, um, it's going to be classes in the morning, practice in the afternoon, school probably after practice a little bit, um, getting the treatment recovery in, um, and then on the weekends we'll probably be traveling most weekends, I think most of our meets this year are away. So we'll be traveling a lot during the weekends. And it's basically going to be like that for the next four months. Three months? I don't know. Three months. I, I don't know how long the season is on. Maybe it'll be four months. Who knows? Fingers crossed. <laughs> you can, one can only hope. Um, yes. So um, let's talk about some of those resources because you've mentioned those, especially the academic ones that allowed you to, you know, speak English better. Uh, what are some of those resources that y'all have as athletes? Uh, you know, mental health, physical health, academic, et cetera. Yeah, we've got all the ones you just mentioned. We have um, our mental health supports, our sports psychologists that we work with. 
Um, they, I've used them ever since I've been here. It's been super helpful for me. Uh, there's all the physical therapists because you know how gymnastics is with injuries and aches and pains and everything. So I've also been using those supports ever since I've been here. Um, nutritionists has been super helpful for me because I did have some troubles with eating issues in the past and carrying that over here a little bit. So they've been super helpful uh, getting over that and just making sure that I'm fueling properly and staying on top of all of that. And what was another one you said? Oh, the academics ones. Yes, that one's been super helpful, especially with the tutoring uh, access that we have. It's really helpful, especially when you come in and you need some extra help learning certain words. Yeah, because again, you, how the heck, how just, okay, you don't, okay, but the weird thing is you don't sound like you have an accent, like, naturally. Yeah, and like, it's kind of always been like that, but ever since I've been here, or like, yeah, because I've been here for, this is like my third year now, so even when I go home, people are starting to say that I sound American, like my accent's definitely changed uh since i've been here which i don't know it's kind of sad honestly and like french is getting a lot harder because now in nebraska like i don't have to use it at all so it's coming it's starting to lose i'm starting to lose it a little bit i don't know one of the largest cities there is papillon true that is true i just don't really go there well yeah it's (laughs) like it's like it isn't near lincoln that's all i can say about no i don't know the geography of that state it doesn't have any water in it i'm used to water Anyway, off of that stuff, um, practice facility, which y'all got? Uh, so we train in the Bob Devaney Sports Center, which there's our gymnastics facilities. Um, there's swimming and diving. There's track, uh, basketball, wrestling. Yep. Those are, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, and, oh, volleyball. So we actually compete in the same venue that volleyball does and wrestling does in that arena. So that's pretty cool. Uh, in our, like for that we can use, there's our weight rooms in there. There's the therapy rooms that we can have for our treatments and our gymnastics facility, our locker room, all that is in that venue. What's uh, in y'all's practice facility, like, you know, bars, beams, et cetera, equipment wise? Oh. Uh, we have all the events. We have a floor. We have tumble chat, garage floor. We have three vaults. I don't know how many beams. I think we have like five beams, six beams. And then we have the floor beams, the low beams. We got three sets of bars. And then we've got bars in the pit, like a trench bar. We got the pit. It's pretty nice. The gym, this is the newer gym. It's been built, I think, only a couple of years ago now. It's been this one ever since I moved in here, but I think it's only like four or five years old. So it's pretty new. The locker room's really new. Everything in there is pretty new, and it's really pretty. Now, one thing that is unique about y'all, or it's not technically unique, but it is, you know, rare, is the fact that there is a women's team and a men's team in gymnastics. Uh, what's the relationship like between y'all? That's true. It's actually a really good relationship. Uh, Both of our gyms are right beside each other. And we have like these garage doors that open in between. So we train with those open and we can kind of interact with each other, go in, like say hi sometimes. Or I don't know, it feels like we're kind of training together uh, because we'll be training at the same time almost every day. 
and like we share the same training room that's also like in between both gyms so we interact interact with them quite a bit they come to our inner squads we come to their inner squads they come to our meets we come to their meets um so that's always been really nice because even if there's not that many people in the stands or whatever it is we know that the men's team is going to be there and same with them like they'll be competing and there's always going to be the women's team there cheering them on as well so I really like it I think it's really cool because we all do the same sport so we do relate in a lot of different ways so I think just being able to work together in those kind of aspects and support each other has been really helpful and just a good vibe there y'all had any double duels we used to but we haven't since I've been here. They haven't done one yet, but I know that they've done them in the past. I've and that's, heard that I've heard it's really cool. I was I was hoping that y'all had, because I wanted to know more, because it's like, ooh, there's a ton of yeah. it I've seen. Yeah, we were going to do one last year, but then BTN scheduled our meet for a different time to be on TV, and then we had to cancel it, which was kind of sad. That is unfortunate. Speaking of home meets, what is the typical environment like for a home meet? It's super fun. Uh, one of my favorite things, I guess, that we do that we don't do at away meets is our intros. Uh, we all have this like this thing that we stand on, like a little podium, and there's the smoke that comes out on the sides, and you have your like little intro video thing that they put up for each person, like on the big screen um, when they call your name at the beginning, and then we all line up. There's the national anthem that we do together. Um, our intro videos right at the beginning of that before we come out and that's always super fun to watch and then yeah we go olympic order which is also kind of nice because that's more what i'm used to and the crowd is always really fun there's usually a lot of little kids in there with signs and that's super cute to look up to and see and just know that all these little girls and all these like younger kids are there cheering for you and wanting to be like you one day and being able to talk to them afterwards and take pictures with them is always super cool and now the question that I've considered to be the hardest for anyone. This is strictly college because you've done so many meets. What has been your favorite meet that you've competed in during your time in Nebraska? I think my favorite one so far was the Utah State meet last year. That was when we got our 197.5. And that was just crazy. Like everything everyone did just went really well. Like we hit every routine we got so many nine nines and above everything just worked for us that day and we had really good energy we were really just more confident excited to be there i got a couple personal best scores there too um i got my one of my highest all-around scores um, i think i got nine nine at least like at least a nine nine on each event which was a goal of mine for a while so i was really glad to be able to hit that goal there and then, yeah, having the team win and our best score for the first time in a really long time was super exciting as well. One thing that um, is an unfortunate thing that I do want to ask about is freshman season, y'all missed regionals by not much. Y'all were 38th. Um, what was it like realizing, oh, that that's it. The season has ended. It was sad, honestly, because we were still working hard and we were wanting to achieve that goal and keep going and then all of a sudden it was done um and honestly I didn't really know much about how the NCAA system worked my first year I was kind of just going with what everyone was saying um uh, like even the way that the meets run like 
our first meet was in way meet and I we started bars and then I thought we had beam next and I started getting ready for beam and my coach is like no no we're on vault now I was like oh wait what so I think the first year for me was just a whole learning experience so um that's kind of how I took it I was like okay um thinking about everything that I learned throughout the year and all of the things that I got to experience and be grateful for that but then I think it also made us really motivated for the next year and just we really wanted to be able to qualify to regionals last year so for my second year and we were able to do that and we were really proud of that because um we did work really hard for that and the year before we didn't make it so we were more hungry for it the second time before asking about that I do want to ask about big fives in 2023 first of all I kind of don't understand the point of like I don't understand that at all but so like what is that and more importantly though what was that experience like of hosting that meet yeah so big fives so big tens and like our conference is big ten and there's ten schools big fives is when they just separate the conference in two so there's like five schools in one session or I guess there's four and then no, 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 there's five and five. Sorry. See, I still get a little confused with this. So there's five schools and then five schools. And um, we compete against the five schools that we don't compete against in a dual meet that season. So that means that basically you compete against every school at least once before going into Big Ten championships. And those are the schools that you don't compete against, like, individually in a dual meet. Okay. So if that makes sense. And I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. (laughs) And it was really cool. Uh, We, it was very last minute that we were going to host it because it was not supposed to be there at the beginning, but uh, we were super excited to be able to host and just have our fans there. um, Just be more familiar with the equipment, with the environment and everything. And that was one of our best meets of the year as well. We were really happy with how we did. Uh, we kept the momentum going since the beginning, and yeah, we were really happy with it. And then you mentioned, of course, like qualifying for regionals, but what was it like when y'all found out this is a locked-in thing, we are definitely going to regionals? We were just super proud and excited because, like I said before, we didn't qualify for, I think it was since before COVID, um, so it's been a while. And we were just super excited to be there, be able to be, I guess, representing Nebraska again because they haven't been able to be there for a while. And we just wanted to give it the best that we could. We were against some pretty good schools in our subdivision. So we just tried to focus on ourselves and focus on what we can control and what we could do. And in the end, we were proud that we were able to make it that far this season. Now, um, I did say that I was done talking about Elite, but I lied because you did a thing in November, the Jim Nova Cup in Belgium. First of all, I have no idea what the heck that is. Um, so how'd you get selected for that? And what was the experience? So that meet is like, it's kind of a World Cup. And that would be used as like an Olympic qualifier for the Canadian team. So each person gets sent to a couple of World Cups. And that's one of the ones that I got sent to. And the experience for that was pretty good. Uh, I was prepping at Nebraska for that meet with my um, NCAA team, which was nice because they were starting to get ready for their like preseason or they were in preseason and they were starting their routines and I was doing my routines with them. It was just my elite routine. So 
that was a good way to prepare. So I wasn't just the only one that was kind of doing routines at the time. And I went there and it was a pretty good experience. I, um, what did I do? I got second all around. Uh, I had, I fell on me, it's kind of a funny fall, but that was kind of unfortunate because if I didn't fall, like I was in the lead for the first few events and then I had a fall and then I finished second, but I was still happy with that because that was my first meet back since world championships in 2022 and then I won floor at that meet so I was pretty happy with the results it was a good experience it was a pretty quick trip because I didn't want to miss too many days of school and practice with the team so I think it was like Thursday to Monday or something it was a really quick trip to go to Belgium but it was a good experience and I was happy with it did you have the chocolate and the waffles I did it was pretty good I have to say. Yeah, I can't think of anything more except that I'm jealous that you got to. Um, so anyway, <laughs> the upcoming season, which is now like a week away, as we're recording this, it's literally next Friday. Um, yes. But one of the things that y'all have been having to get used to is this new one second rule. How has it been getting used to that? The one second rule. You have to hold the finishing position. For one the landing. Yes, the yeah. finishes. Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, we've uh, been working on it for a while now, probably like a month and a half now. Like every time someone does a landing, someone else will just like yell like the, or count down the seconds that they have to hold it for just so that we know and we get used to it. And it, it's kind of more like a joke now. Not a joke, but we have fun with it. Like sometimes someone will stick something and someone will yell like, go big red, and then they can move instead of just counting or just to make sure that we are holding it because that would be very unfortunate to lose points on that. But I think we're handling it pretty well and I think we're going to be pretty ready for it by the time that the meet comes around. Yeah. And uh, that meet, by the way, is uh, next week. That would be the 5th of January at Iowa State. Uh, believe it'll be on ESPN Plus. I'm not 100% sure because I haven't looked into that. Because, oh boy, am I ready for this season? I'm not, I'm so not ready for the first beam rotation stress. Um, but uh, for you, the teams, what are, what are the team's goals for this season? Um, our team goals this year, uh, we want to keep being better. We want to get better, like, after every meet. And we want to make it further than we did last year. Um, we want to try, yeah, our goals. We have some specific goals. We have some general goals. I guess some of the goals that we do want would be to be in the second session of the Big Ten Championships because those are the top schools or like the top teams from the Big Ten that end up in that one. So that's one of our goals. Uh, we're looking to qualify to regionals again, hopefully even further, or at least the other session of regionals because we only qualified to the first one last year. So we just want to be able to do better than we did last year, keep improving. We have some good people in this year, some incoming freshmen some transfers so we're just excited to show everyone how hard we've been working and how we're very excited and motivated for this season and that we're just going to be able to do better than we did and then what about for you what are some of your goals uh my goals to compete i want to treat i want to keep going um better than last year as well i was really happy with how it finished with um, I got a 9975 on bars, and that was really exciting because I never thought I would get a score like that. So I want to keep pushing for scores like that. 
potentially even a 10. When I saw that one 10 show up from the judge, that was a crazy feeling. So it'd be really cool to be able to get a 10, um, keep pushing the all around score. Um, yeah. And just have fun, enjoy competing with the team and just be able to show everyone what we're capable of. This was quite the interesting conversation. Oh my goodness gracious. You are. Wow. You're that's, that's the one word I can say. Um, Again, I'm still shocked that you. The French thing is never going to go away again from Louisiana. It's going <laughs> to stick in there for a little, for a reason. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to ask you to say anything next. Frankly, that kind of felt awkward to say, but I said it and I admit to it. Being awkward <laughs> is normal. <laughs> anyway, uh, good. Yeah. But uh, just to end this off, what else do you want people to know either about uh, Nebraska as a school or the program or. Anything else that you can think of? I guess one thing that I think is really cool is that everyone says like within football is like we have the greatest fans in college football or whatever. But especially with the volleyball day that happened a couple months ago and just seeing how many people showed up to the volleyball day and made we made history for and like broke the world record for that. That was really cool to be a part of. And um, I'm just grateful for all the fans that we have here and the fan base and the support that we have. And that it's just really great to be a part of it. And that'll do it for this episode of Chalk Talk. If you want to learn more about Emma Beyond Gymnastics, go read the feature story on the Substack for Chalk Talk. You can subscribe there to get episodes of the show delivered at the same time as the written stories. I want to thank student assistant Paige Trutna for helping set up this interview, the lovely Emma Spence for taking the time to talk with me, and of course Gabby for helping out behind the scenes. Until next time, I've been Ben Schluter, and this has been Chalk Talk. Thanks for listening.